Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus. Saints, we just want to say that we love you so much. And there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Nothing, 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 nothing. Hallelujah. That you can do about that. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for going before this podcast. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for having your divine way. Lord, I thank you for speaking through me, your yielded vessel, Lord. I pray that you would go before the earbud of the listener, Lord, that you would go before the heart and the mind of the listener, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for working it out on their behalf, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for having your way in their lives. Thank you for ordering your steps, ordering their steps in your word, ordering our steps in your word in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for bringing us on through uh, the ending of this year, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, and to the, the new beginning, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, of next year, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, saints, we are going to um, talk about something that is very... Uh, um, it is, uh, you don't need to hear this a lot, amen, and I don't even know why I feel, lit, I feel, feel the need to say that, because literally most of the stuff we talk about, it's not really heard a lot, amen, it's not really heard a lot, but it's just something that the Lord put on my heart on yesterday, amen, and what the Lord put on my heart on yesterday is this, um, Let's go. Let's walk on water. Amen. Um, John, okay. Chapter Um Let's let's do first John. Let's see what first John is talking about. First John, let's see here. Chapter five. First John chapter five. And let me see if I wrote this down correctly. Okay. I pray that you have a blessed day on today. I pray that your day was phenomenal on yesterday. Let's see here. <clears throat> see, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, 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 okay. I looked at it wrong. I looked at it wrong. Let's see. We're going to do John. Chapter 15. John chapter 15. Okay. All right. Let's read uh, verse 18 through 27. All right. It says, If the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. 
but because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hated you. Now, verse 19 is a, is a doozy right now because um, a lot of us, we say that, hey, we're chosen, but many of us are not. We don't have um, that called out of the world part. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's many people that everybody is saying, hey, we're chosen, but everybody is not called out. Now, how do we be called out from the world? Well, to be called out from the world, not popular, but I'm going to say it. To be called out from the world is to disassociate ourselves with the stuff that the world loves to do. Now, what are the things that the world loves to do? I'm not even, I'm not even talking about drugs, alcohol, you know, the stuff we like to name, drugs, alcohol, adultery, uh, fornication, you know. But there are other things that the world loves, like what? Success. Don't tell me, do not tell me that the world don't love success. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. What else do the world love? The world loves to be looked at like they're succeeding. So the success, and they love to be looked at like they're succeeding. Many documentaries I've watched. I'll, when I tell you most all the documentaries of people, these people, okay, they wanted to be the best in the world, right? They wanted to be the GOAT. The greatest of all times. Right? The greatest of all times. And so with that being said, what what is it when we when we when it all boils down, what is it that the world really wants? What is it to be of the world? What does this mean? Because to be chosen, you're gonna be looked at a little bit different because you're not desiring the stuff that they desire. Yeah. You're going to be ostracized. You're going to be talked about. You're going to be criticized because you've been called out. Yes, you're a part of the world, but we've been called out. Meaning our mindsets are different. Our heart posture is different. The way we're wired after we're reborn again is is different. And many times that difference could be the bite, could be the, the, the tie or the straw that breaks the camel's back. I heard somebody say, uh, you know, I'm just I just desire to have um a a long term friendship, lifelong term friendships. And I don't I and I want kids to have lifelong term friendships. That's your desire in life? Life, long-term friendships? Wow. Life, long-term friendships. 
It's amazing. It's amazing. And you can talk to many, many, many people. There are many people. Many people have different desires in life. What's your desire? My desire is to climb the ladder. What about when the enemy thump you off of it? Then, then, then what? Amen. Then what? Because we all know that there's a corporate ladder. But then there's Jacob's ladder. Which ladder are you talking about? Which ladder? Amen. Which ladder? Um, we said we were going to when John. Okay. Fifteen and um twenty six. Let's see here. But are we really? Do we really? Um. Call? Do we really believe? And desire to be called out. I just that's the question. Oh, do we? Are we? Do we? Because when I tell you, and, and many times I say, you know, we we need to go on and get ready, y'all. We need to go on and get ready because Jesus is coming back. Jesus is about to he's about to allow this kingdom to be in earth so that his will can be done. You don't want to be the one that's standing out missing, right? I don't want to be the one that's standing out missing and being a witness of what God is doing. Low-key being mad because God ain't using me because I chose other stuff, right? Sometimes maybe faking the funk, trying to act like he chose me to. When I know good and well that I didn't make myself ready, didn't believe in none of it, Right? That's that's weird. that's not our portion. Okay, so um Genesis ten through twenty two says and Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran and he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. Now, you and I sometimes we can't imagine something like this. What do you mean you took stones for pillows? Like we we used to them pillow top, you know, pillow tops and down feathers and all these type of things, but you know, sometimes what if, what if life called for you to use a stone for your pillow? Would you be able to do it without without cursing God, without complaining? Lord, you know, I thought I was supposed to look like this one and look like that one if I'm walking with you. That's because people took the gospel of God and they have really pimped it out. People have pimped the gospel. Yeah. People have pimped the gospel to make you feel like if you go the way of the Lord, that you're supposed to get gold, silver, okay, six to seven figures, many, many cars in the yard. And this is what people are looking for. And when people come and say, hey, yeah, I want to be a part of the bride of Christ, and they realize that they have to suffer 
They're like, this ain't what, this ain't what was told me, or this not what was pimped to me, or this not what what I saw. This not what they preached to me. They told me I was supposed to have this and had that and had this and had that. And many people, many people, uh, become lost because of looking for the wrong stuff, right? Looking for the wrong stuff, all right? Um, so he said, <clears throat> Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran, all right? That is verse 10. And he lightened upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took up the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. <clears throat> and he dreamed and beheld a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending, ascending and descending on it. Now, verse 12. Table. I don't know about you saints, but what ladder are we what ladder are you trying to climb tonight today? Hmm? What 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 ladder are you trying to climb? And the question, another question is this, who are you trying to look good in front of? Hmm? Who are you trying to prove yourself to? And who are you trying to look good in front of? This is the question. Because this question is going to always determine the answers we get from the Lord. He said we pray, but we don't get answered prayers. Excuse me. We don't get answered prayers because, because we pray amiss. Why? To consume it up on our own lusts? Okay. So how do we consume things up on our own lusts? Well, sorry. I'm trying to get my my laptop. Well, how do, how do we consume things upon our own lust? Well, because lust is something that makes us look good, right? Um, this is amazing. Okay, let me write a note real quick. So, we ask, but we ask a miss to consume it upon our own lust. Well, this is not a good thing, right? Because the Lord says, I can't, I can't, I really can't have that. Amen. I, I, I can't have this. So, let me get a drink of water. So, which, which letter are we... Are we going for? Are we going for the corporate letter? Thank you, Lord. Are we going for the corporate letter? Okay. Are we going for the corporate letter or are we going for this letter that Jacob found? But see, many times because the letter that Jacob found, many people can't see this letter naturally. And because people can't see the letter naturally, that's a problem, right? Why? Because our minds, in our minds, we want to look good to other people. Amen. In our minds, we want to look good to other people. 
because we've watched those that seem like they're higher ranking. We've watched them and we've watched them let people um, tell how much their houses is worth and how much their cars are worth. And listen to this, how much they're worth. <laughs> now that that is something to say because can you tell me right now, give me a figure right now of how much God is worth. Give me a figure. How much is God worth? What is his worth? What is his net worth? Do you know? Do you have a figure? Do you believe uh, that his worth can't be determined by anything down here on this earth? No money, no gold, no silver. Do you believe his worth is way uh, the, the extent of what God is worth to each and every last one of us? Don't forget he give us breath every day. What is he worth? Because the money and the gold and the silver and the, the house and the cars and all that, all that has to stay here, yes, okay, when a person dies. So their net worth may be $20 million. Their net worth may be $20 billion, right? The net worth. So what is what would God's net worth be right now? Because, again, okay, he is the one that uh after life here on the earth he's still there and present right everything is not left when it comes to god everything is not left in the earth everything is not left on the earth so what is god's net worth to you Okay, so he doesn't really, there's nothing really down here that can describe his net worth, right? Now that is wealth. When you, when you, somebody as smart and intelligent as you can't put a net worth on God, that's wealth. When you say, how much is this person worth? Uh, 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 worth and you cannot put a number on it because it's like it's he's worth life he's worth what do you mean he's worth life that's not a net that's not a net worth that's 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 not a number that that and we many times are driven by numbers yes we're driven by numbers how much cash you got well, I tell you what, I don't have anything right now. Oh, that person is po. Right? <laughs> right? Is, is that how we think? Is that how pea brain? Is that how small we think sometimes? Well, when we put a net, when we try to put a net worth on God, we can't do it either. Right? Can't do it either. Now, because those of us that have really made up in our minds to allow God to come in and abide, okay, 
why is it that we would even care about a net worth and, and, and anything like that being attached to our name? Literally, there is no amount of anything in this earth that can determine my worth. My price is far above rubies. That's about as close as I can get to letting you know what I'm worth. So if you try to stick a dollar to how much I'm worth, you really just doing yourself an injustice. Why? Because Christ in me, the hope of glory. But you have a whole, you have one here and it's sprinkled. You have maybe one here, one there, one there, one there, one over there, one over there that believe like this. Everybody else. Their minds are so low to the ground. Carnality. Uh, the, they're the serpent's meat. Because this is where the serpent abides. In dirt. In dust. In the carnal realm. In the carnal realm. So what is God's net worth? So since we can't put a number on him, why do you and I continue to try to put a number on us so we can look a certain way in front of somebody else? You know? If people judge you because of what you have, let them. These people don't know no better. They don't know no better. And if you, this a biggie, this this the biggest, forget them. If you judge yourself by what you have, you're slipping. You you you're you're slipping in the mud. And the only reason sometimes when we can slip up on stuff like this. Is because we stop looking to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help comes from God. We stop looking to the hills and we start looking around. Mm-hmm. We start looking around at who has what and who has this and who has that and what I don't have. And if saints, those of you that are saints, if you are still looking around at what other people have and what you don't have and you've been saved 30 years 40 years 50 years 60 years 70 years 80 years there's still hope there's still hope but there's been something that that we got wrong. We got something wrong. We bought into the lies of others. We bought into our own lies. And now 
there's a tree of knowledge of good and evil. If you put in front of the majority of saints, now we're not going to say saints. If you put in front of the majority of church goers, if you put two ladders in front of them, a corporate ladder and Jacob's ladder, which one do you think they would choose? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, Which one four, do you think three, they would choose? 2, 1. I believe that they would choose the corporate ladder. And one thing about the corporate ladder is Satan sits at the top. Satan sits at the top of the corporate ladder. And after he's done everything that he desires to do to an individual, he kicks them down. And can I tell you that there are many, many ministers that look like they're on the top. They're, they're angels of, of darkness transforming to light. Many of them, they look like they're on the top. But they're not on the top of at Jacob's ladder. They're on corporate. They've been sent by the enemy. Right? The enemy anoints his. Can I tell you something? That anoint. Let's talk about anoint real quick. The word anointing. Many people believe the word anointing. Okay. Has to do with a person's talent. Okay. Many people believe that the word anointing has to do with a person's talent. Um... Many people believe that anointing has something to do with feeling goosebumps, okay? With feeling, uh, ooh, I, that just gave me a shiver. And we, we think that anointing has something to do with a feeling of how we feel, right? And that's another thing that we've gotten totally wrong, Anointing. When I tell you, like I told you, I had been watching a couple documentaries here lately. All right. And in watching these documentaries, I saw one of um, a singer. She's secular. She's a secular singer. All right. And um, she was singing. And during this documentary, and there's a certain note that she hit. <clears throat> when I tell you that goosebumps, goosebumps, I mean, my arms were full of them. Literally, like the hair on the back of 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 of, of my of my of my my head, like just gave like a sharp. <laughs> I'm not playing. Have you ever experienced that before? And I was like, Lord, now I know that I have been thinking to the Lord about this word anointing. Lord, anointing. Is this anointed by the feeling? And that is when the Lord gave me the um the message, can you see me? Because the anointing, many people confuse the anointing with talent. And because people confuse the anointing with talent, 
Um, we, the church have been fooled by the droves. Okay. We, 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 we just been fooled. We have, uh, the anointing is what you feel and the goosebumps and the this and the that. But saints, if that's the truth, why did I feel the goosebumps of this secular singer when she was singing during this documentary? Right? What is the anointing? The anointing is not about that feeling. If that's the truth, then when we pray, every time you pray, do you feel the goosebumps and do you feel the chills and do you feel all that? If the answer is no, then why would you continue to pray if God is not going to be there? If that's God and God, if God is not going to be there, why would you continue to pray? Waste your time praying. Huh? If everything you do, there's a goosebumps and there's the, 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 all the little bumps and stuff like that. If everything you do don't cause that to happen, then why would you continue to do it? This is a walk by faith. And this is how many, many, many people are fooled. Okay. Because there are people out there and they know this is what the people want. All right. People want to climb the corporate ladder. I already know Satan going to knock them down. Don't like you. Don't like me. Don't like himself. Satan going to knock them down. All right. Um, so I know this is what they want. They want a good feeling. So, hey, Satan. Uh, can you anoint this one? Uh, some people ask the enemy to anoint them with that. Why? Because this is what the people are looking for. Right? This is what the people are looking for. So if you give me this and I go out there and, and I, I uh, operate. And while I'm operating, this is the feeling that they're receiving. They're going to think it's God. Forget how the person's living. How they talk. How they walk. What they say. Their fruit. Forget all that right and what we have now is a people that's in trouble all right because we there are some of us we care what the next person thinks why what is God's net worth and if we truly are what is Jesus's net worth what is your net worth Baby, now I know we done started in John and we came on over to Genesis and we started talking about Jacob's letter, but we're going to shoot on over to Proverbs. All right. Because I want to know, I'm, I want to know your net worth. I do. Because if you listen to these carnal minded people, they are. Their minds are in the, their minds are somewhere else, somewhere else, somewhere else. Hold on, before we go over there, let's finish this. And he dreamed and beheld a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord, okay. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest. To thee will I give it and to thy seed. All right. To you will I give it and to your seed. 
All right. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south, and in and in thee and in thy seed shall all families of the earth be blessed. Okay, in you and in your seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee. And Jacob awakened out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning. Amen. And took the stone that he had put for his pillar pillows and set it up for a pillar and pour all upon the top of it. Now, Jacob got up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar. Now, have we been talking about pillars? Did we do a podcast on pillars? Did we do a podcast on pillars? And yesterday, did we do a podcast talking about the oil? Talking about being cleansed. Talking about going to uh, that place of rest so the Lord can cleanse us. Talking about Esther. Talking about how they had to go, go through a cleansing and how they had to undergo having the oils, okay, massaged in, rubbed in these oils. Many times when we get wounded in situations, the Lord come and apply oils in these wounds, okay, and the oil is an anointing, amen, an anointing to do what God has said to you to, for you to do. The mandate, I've given you a mandate. This oil is to make sure you can walk in this purpose. You can walk in this. You can put your foot in these shoes, all right? You can put your foot in these in these shoes and walk therein, okay? So he said he took the pillows that he was laying on, and set it up for a pillar and pour oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. All right. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. So the place was renamed. He renamed the place. The place was called Luz. It got renamed. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And so we're going to go over the Proverbs because I still want to know your net worth. And, and, and yeah, yeah, I want to know your net worth. 
So where should we go in Proverbs to find this out? Because this is very important to some people, especially carnal, the carnal-minded people. This is important. So let's see what the chosen one's net worth is. All right. Mm. Lord, do we have one? Hmm. Let's see here. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's see here. What y'all want to read about? Perhaps maybe the the virtuous woman. Let's see whose price is far above rubies. Let's read about her. I'm looking at, after this, we're going to get off of here. says, the Lord, let's start at one. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him, what my son and what the son of my womb and what the son of my vows, give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Least they drink and forget the law, and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dumb in the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Who can find a virtuous woman? Listen to this. This is, this is the net worth of the true bride of Christ. I'm not talking about churchgoers. Because most churchgoers, they want the net worth of the world. They have not been called out. They have not been set apart. But those that are really saying, God, I want you for real. Lord, I want to do this for real. Because I know that heaven and earth is going to pass away. And I need to get my mind on the right track so my body can be on the right track. My soul and my spirit, all of these things need to be aligned correctly. Right? And in this day and time, it takes God in order for a person to think like this. You just got, you got to look, you got to look all around. It takes God in heaven for a person to have a mindset like this. Because it's very rare. It's very rare. Says, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? Her price is far above rubies. Let's see. Hmm. Let's see, let's see, let's see. 
Okay, so I just typed in how much is Ruby's worth for those that really want to know, I guess. <sighs> okay, so I typed in how much are Ruby's worth. Okay, it says, and this is the International Gym Society, all right? The International Gym Society says that fine quality rubies are some of the most expensive gemstones with record ruby prices over are you ready for this 1 million dollars 1 million dollars per p e r per p e r per carat Now, when this was spoken, when this was spoken, she said, who can find a virtuous woman for her prices far above rubies? Now, back then, now we know what a million dollars per carat, just say it's seven carats, just say seven mil, or say, you know, something to that nature. Back then, if you take a million dollars per carat of a ruby fine cut fine quality gemstone you take this and put this money all right don't look at don't look at the money being today take this money the same money and put it back during the time she said it What you think? But see, let me make your brain hurt a little bit. She said her price, a virtuous woman, a virtuous woman. Now, a, a man that is a carnal-minded man, he can't appreciate a virtuous woman. Why? Because if he's carnal, he see dollars. And if she ain't got this much in the bank, then she, me and her don't need to be together. That's a man that's foolish. He's foolish. He's foolish. He hang around foolish people. He's foolish. Okay, birds flock together. Birds flock together. Listen to this. But a virtuous woman, she's told her son that her price is far above rubies. All right? With the price being far above rubies, she put. she tried to put in his mind what the worth of this woman is okay what is the worth of having a virtuous woman now does that mean 
that she's going to have the that money that we all every seem like everybody boils down to the dollar so does it mean that she's going to have that money that that price for above rubies or does it mean she's going to be equipped with quality that you can't get nowhere else doesn't mean she's going to have attributes and ways of thinking and ways of doing things and wisdom and knowledge doesn't mean that this woman is going to be equipped with God on the inside is that what this means because with God we can't put a price on it but women virtuous which we we are in the flesh here there are those of us still in the flesh right we're still on this side yes we're body in the flesh so if I could put a price on it because everybody putting a price how much is that car how much is that lamp how much is those carpets how much is that concrete how much is is this and how much is that so everybody's putting a price on it so if I can put a price on it her price is far above rubies so this don't mean you're going to get the money that that the, that the rubies is per carat but just like having those finances she's equipped with the stuff you need this is what she was saying but because many people go on their natural ability their natural eyes the way they see the way they think the way they respond this this is you have a whole generation of people that miss the mark they miss it they miss it and because this understanding have not been taught a lot many people men now are rising up and teaching other men how to hate females why because they don't have the understanding of how to how to dwell with one they don't they don't have the understanding why because they learn it from other people that don't understand and they learn from other people that didn't understand so now what this generation has now is men they're teaching other men when you see a woman that you like don't show your emotion don't smile don't greet her don't say good morning don't show no emotion and that's why these men walking around looking crazy don't no woman want nobody like that really don't smile don't show no emotion don't 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 show her that you like her don't because that's weak that's weak that's weak and this is what's walking around <laughs> and you're like you really think that's gonna work for you so did whoever you're listening to that don't understand did they tell you that you're on your way to being a homosexual that you're on your way to being gay because ain't no woman gonna want you like that. Don't nobody want you when you ain't got no emotions. Did they? Did they tell you that? Did or, or did do you know that the one that told you that is probably a homosexual, probably gay? We listen to any and everybody and don't know who and what is doing what behind closed doors. What are their motives for telling you this? What are these women's motives? For telling you to hate men. What are their motives? Right? So now that everybody is in the carnal realm. The serpent is just having a good time. 
slithering and slithering and slithering and having a good time. And it's my and your job to guard and guide and hold our kids close and to teach them correctly. Because these these going to be the one that all the women want. My son. My daughter's going to be the one that all the men want. Why? Because I'm going to make sure that I teach them correctly. You see a lady, you don't you, you open a door for her. You don't just look at her like, what you want me to do? You, women always want men to do stuff. You always want me to you open your own door. Open your own door. And you, yeah, 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 you, 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 dumb. So now, everybody's got a net worth. So, son, if I could tell you the net worth of a virtuous woman, because it's, it's so many scalawags out there. It's so many chicken heads. They being taught by somebody that don't know, and they taught them by somebody that don't know. So if I can tell you the price of a virtuous woman, her price is far above rubies. Because she might not have all that money in the bank, but you might go get one that got all that money in the bank and she gonna drag your soul to a burning hell. But you go get you one that's virtuous and her price is far above rubies. When I tell you that because her price is far above rubies, she's gonna bring you up. How is she gonna bring me up, mama? Well, because you're gonna go in and you're not gonna look at her as an enemy. The devil does that. He is the enmity, all right? He's, in the beginning, the Lord already said that he was going to, what, bruise? She was going to bruise his head. He was going to bruise her heel. Is that what he said? So, son, you're going to go in, and you're not going to see her as your enemy. You're going to see her as your helper. You're not going to compete with her. Y'all are going to complete each other do you know something as simple as that could change the way a man's marriage can go could change the way a lady's marriage can go she in there trying to make more money than him and trying to do this and trying to do that and it's like what are you doing what 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 is going on Cherish her as the weaker vessel. Now nah, we're in this together. Both of us in this grind. Both of us in this. Both of us. She ain't you. And you ain't her. She not you. And you're not her. Literally, like over the generations, people have. Who, 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 where are the teachers that have taught? Where are the teachers that have taught all this and got all? Now, now look at the mess. Now look at the mess that people are in. Now, now look at what these wisdoms have got. Look where the wisdoms have gotten us. Look where the wisdoms have gotten us today. Um, out of the ground of the Lord. Let's see. Mm. Adam, he said, because thou is hardened. 
Verse 19, In the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou turned, taken from dust thou art, unto dust thou shalt, shalt thou return. Adam called his wife Eve. 17, And to Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which... Let's go back. 15, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman. And between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head. And thou shalt bruise his heel. Now listen to this. I, he said I will put enmity between thee and the woman. And between thy seed and her seed. Now there are seeds of Satan. There are ministers transforming to angels of light. And these that you see that hate women. These are his seed. Trust me. These are Satan's seed. And the ones that are teaching men to hate women are Satan's seed. Because God is love. So now we have a bunch of men. They don't know what a lot some a lot of them they don't know where up where up is and where down is because they've been listening to folks that don't know what they're talking about so now you go in a place and a lot of guys you can tell what they've been listening to because of how they act you know what i'm saying like they are machines right they are not what the Bible says a man should be. They're not. Some of them a lot. Some of them are not. The only ones that are are those that allow the Lord to abide on the inside of them. That's it. The ones that allow the Lord to abide on the inside of them, these are the ones that still they're they're still human. They still they're still human. And I want to encourage daughters of Zion and I want to encourage the men of valor that it's, it's hard to find a good lady out there. And daughters of Zion, if it's hard to find or hard for a good man, you know what I'm saying? That the Bible says how they're supposed to act. You, you know, it's, it's amazing. I want to encourage you before we get off here. All right. And that is something the Lord gave me. Um, which was, which is, since we're already here in the beginning. Yay. All right. So it is. And uh, what I'm about to say, if you've been a part of our podcast, we've, uh, we, the Lord, the Holy Ghost has already been telling us to get our houses together. He's already been telling us that if our desires is toward him, he will give us the desires of our heart. He's already he been telling us that for months and months and months and months and months and months and months. And months. All right. Because now is the time we, we got to be done had our flesh under subjection because the Lord knew in this time right here that evil teachers were going to teach men and these teachers were going to teach and these teachers were going to teach and before you know it you're going to have a whole bunch of them out there they don't even know they don't, they, they don't know 
They don't they don't know. Only thing they know is a bunch of foolish foolishness, stupid stuff. Walk around snarling at women and and looking dumb and looking like you ready to pull out a gun and shoot her and all this and all that. Just because last the last lady or because what you've been been taught, feeding your spirit. It's really a nasty thing. It's really a nasty thing. And so they think that this is being macho. And this is why they're going home alone or either calling other dudes or getting on gay websites and doing a whole bunch of stuff behind closed doors because of illiteracy. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. Yeah. They do. People perish for the lack of knowledge. In the beginning, the Lord said, and a lot of people like to go back to this scripture, but I'm going to go ahead on and put a nail in your coffin real quick. It says, And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beasts of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind and the cattle. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And see, um, God said, let the waters bring forth. Okay, that's one. Let's go to two. And eight. And the Lord God planted the garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Okay, verse 10 talks about the river. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from this, it was parted and became into four heads. All right. The name of the first, okay. And 12, the gold of the land is good. There is bedlam and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river and... The name of the third river. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said. Here we go. Here is the here is the scripture. All right. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. This is the scripture that many, 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 many people dwell on. This scripture right here. And the Lord God said, it is not good for the man should be alone. 
It is not good that the man should be alone. And those words have echoed through the genealogies of time. It is not good that man should be alone. Over in Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalm, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentation, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Michael, Nahum, Abuckle, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Melachi, all through the genealogies of time, God's words, it is not good for man to be alone, has echoed all through the genealogies of time. Okay, then going on over to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, it is not good for man to be alone. It is not good for man to be alone. And those words have echoed, echoed, echoed all the way to today. What is today? Today is December the 19th. On up until today. It is not good for man to dwell alone. But Lord, do you see the men that's out there now, Lord? Most of them are listening to teachers that need a teacher. These women, most of them are listening to teachers that need a teacher. They don't know what they're talking about. Yet, the Lord has already spoken and he don't, call, he don't go back on his word. It is not good for man to be alone. So now, so what do we do? Hmm. Google. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Did somebody unplug my Alexa? Is she asleep? No, she's still there. Hey, Alexa. Alexa, why is it good for man not to be alone? From netdoctor.co.uk Going out for dinner with friends is one of the undisputed joys of life, but new research suggests it may also be good for our physical health. After scientists found that eating alone increases an individual's risk of developing heart disease and diabetes. Alexa, why is it why is it not good for men to be alone? From foxnews.com. The disproportionate heart benefits that men reap from marriage may be partly explained by the fact that bachelors tend to lead less healthy lifestyles than unmarried women and are more apt to smoke, drink too much, and indulge in other vices. Alexa said that men should not be alone. Because most of the time when they're not married, they indulge in other devices like smoking, drinking too much, uh, eating unhealthy, uh, you, um, 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 unhealthy. I don't think she said unhealthy sex, but yeah, that's one of them. Pretty, that's pretty good. That's from Fox News, right? But that's Fox News. And, and we're talking to Alexa, okay, of all people. Alexa, all right? So... What does the Bible say, though? 
we already know that God said it's not good for man to be alone. Now, another thing Alyssa said, I don't know if you heard it was, uh, it's not good to eat alone. She said it's not good to eat alone because sometimes eating alone can cause heart disease and stuff like that. How in the world can eating alone cause heart disease? But that's just what Alexa said. But the thing about it is, do you have to be married to somebody to eat with them? No, not really. We have kids. We have relatives, mama, daddy, sisters, brothers, nieces. Come on, nephew. We ain't, you know, you, you ain't never got to eat alone. We got saints, brothers and sisters in Christ. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to eat alone. God said it is not good for a man to dwell alone. Alexa said her piece. So now, these men out here, they think you're supposed to settle for the way they're acting. That devil is a lie. Now some will. A lot of them saying, hey, we got 15 wives at the house. You're going to make number 16. But hey, this is what we got. And they want all the men to think like that so women don't have nowhere to run, right? Oh, they want all the men to think like this so women don't have a place to go. You really think that you're going to take me, someone whose price is far above rubies, and you're going to add to your collection? Have you gone stone fool crazy? Like literally, have you literally bumped your ever-loving head? Forgive me if I don't think of myself as low as the dirt. Forgive me for not thinking of myself as being a flow mat. Forgive me for thinking of myself as being who the Lord said I was. Now you go on out there and tell the ones that ain't worth the hell of being. And you can get about 20 more. But when you talk about the daughters of Zion, stand back. Because the Lord gave us, you ready for this? Are you ready for this? John chapter 14. <laughs> the Lord gave us John chapter 14. And because many of us have been working on getting our flesh on the subjection, excuse us for not being no hoe out there in the street. Excuse us. All right. Because many of us have gotten our flesh under subjection. We got John chapter 14. All right. And verse 26 that reads, But the comforter, all right, all right, all right, but the comforter, yes, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, all right. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. Boom! <laughs> he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto the comforter. Now, if I can look up really quickly, and we're going to get off of here. All right. If I can look up real quick, and we're going to get off of here. Um, What is a comforter? I don't know if y'all ready for this, okay? Let's see here. Comforter. What is a comforter? Comforter. 
a person or thing that provides consolation. Another comforter is a warm quilt. Jesus said, I, me, myself, will provide you a comforter. <laughs> I, me, myself, will provide you <laughs> a comforter. Now, when, 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 when we see the overview of comforter, when I say to you, comforter, what do you think? I'm going to send you a comforter. This is somebody that I, even if my aces ain't here, when I eat, I'm still not eating alone. <laughs> I'm not eating alone. Um, when I'm making decisions, I'm not making decisions alone because I have comforter. a comforter. So for those of us that have gotten our flesh under subjection, purification process. This is something that I wanted to say yesterday about the purification process. Some of us have been purifying our bodies of all that sex, sex, sex. Sex, most sex and sex and sex. Don't you know when you go under a purification process, the Lord smooths that area out because it has not been used. The Lord takes that area and brings a whole nother. He brings a whole nother opening of creativity. Do you understand what I'm saying here? He brings a whole nother because that's not being expanded out. And God is not a wasteful God. He takes all of that and creates something that only he can get the glory for. So some of us have been going through the, yeah, the oil and myrrh. And yeah, all of that the cleansing by the washing of the word. But some of us have also been pure, allowing our bodies to be purified too. And this is a great way to get it under subjection. Because no matter how bad I want to, I'm not. And now, urges ain't so bad. You know what I'm saying? Urges not so bad now. Right? So now, many, now, many may hear this and say, how in the world a comforter, God said it's not good for man to be alone, and it's not. Huh? But then he sends back a comforter, and just like a lot of people that say the comforter ain't good enough to teach you, they say, I'll teach you all things. This is what Jesus said. And a lot of people call Jesus a lie. But I, I, I don't call Jesus a lie. A lot of people are ashamed of Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he said, 
the comforter which is the holy ghost whom the father will send in my name he shall teach you all things all means nothing lacking but there are people that don't believe god can't teach the comforter can't teach me all stuff right and there are others that believe the comforter can't take the place of no no man that don't that you know uh uh, uh no man that's gonna come in here and, and, and rock my boots comforter can't but what a, but those of us that have went through the purification process rocking the boots is the furthest thing away from our minds no you're gonna come knowing that my price is far above rubies you're gonna come knowing that I'm the weaker vessel. You're going to come knowing my father. And if that's too much. Well thank God I've been through the purification process. Because you can. Bye bye. See you later. It's just like that. What are you worth today? Do you believe that the purification process is needed? How do you see it? The purification process, for those of us that are single, those of you that are single, is needed because the Lord is only going to sin if he chooses to sin. He might not choose to sin. But if he chooses to sin that man, chooses to sin that lady, then He's going to send them to those that have been purifying their, their flesh, purifying their bodies, and going without. I'm not going to send nobody to you and you and, 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 and you giving it up anyway. You're out there. You're doing this and doing that, and you're not ready. You're not ready. But those that have been keeping themselves close to the cross, yeah. Those of us that have been denying our flesh. And, it's, and, and, and when he says, I will send a comforter, a comforter, okay? Comforter. A person or thing that provides consolation. Consolation. The comfort received by a person after a loss or disappointment. Sometimes when we've lost something or dis or have been disappointed, in the past, would we, we, we run to another man or run to a woman and find consolation for a night or two and then uh, wake up with uh, what? Who knows what? But the Lord says... I will be your comforter. No matter what you're going through. Another. The, the definition of consolation. A person or thing providing comfort. To a person who has suffered. Have you suffered? Well there's nothing. Out there. That's going to help. That, that suffering. Like God can. Amen. So yes, it's been echoing. It's not good for man to be alone all through the ages. 
Even when Jesus came, it's not good for man to be alone. Even to the book of Revelation, it's not good for man to be alone. But when we back up, we realize Jesus took care of that too. Now, you won't hear them preach that. You won't hear the same ones that say that uh, Jesus took care of my sin. Jesus took care of my sin on the cross. I can do what I want to do. You will not hear them say that Jesus took care of if you are single and there ain't no rock in the boots. You won't hear them say that Jesus took care of man being alone women being alone you won't hear them say that jesus took care of that at the cross you won't hear them say jesus took care of that because to preach it you gotta live by it jesus took care of it in his resurrection he says i'll go and 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 father is going to send back the comforter in my name. Which means what? You won't have to be alone. You won't have to eat alone. You won't have to dress alone. You won't have to shop alone. You won't have to ride alone. You won't have to laugh alone. Now granted other people that still dwell on this stuff. They may look at you like. Honey I, I just don't know how she do. What is she doing? What is he doing? What is he? You better let them folks. Let them, you ain't got to answer their questions. Let them have their questions. Let them keep their questions. But this is a part of being called out. This is a part of being chosen. This is the part that's not popular. But this is the part that needs to be received. Amen. In Jesus' name, saints, I love you so much. And until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen.